Welcome back to the Ask Us Anything podcast. My name is Dave and I'm the host for this podcast. And today Gary writes in and he asks, Dave, I struggle with anxiety. Can you help me understand why I should reach out and share with others in my local church about my anxiety? Gary, you ask a very good question and it's one that needs to be asked and it needs to be understood by other Christians today. In Proverbs 12, 25 says this, Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Throughout the Bible, we're told, for example, in Proverbs, that in the abundance of many counselors, there's wisdom in Proverbs 11, 14, and 15, 22. In the New Testament, we're told over 50 times that because of the gospel, Christians can and are to love one another and to bear each other's burdens. Many of us are filled with a great deal of anxiety and need help in this area of our lives. Thankfully, not only do his people have one another, but most importantly, they have a sympathetic high priest and an intercessor or Hebrews 4, 16 says, who invites them to come before his throne. Hebrews 13, 13 says, but exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. When we take Proverbs 12, 25 and combine it with Hebrews 13, 13, we see a powerful combination. While many of us experience anxiety because we live in a vacuum where we have no one to speak the truth into our lives, the Bible clearly and loudly tells us to encourage one another so that in the words of Hebrews 13, 13, none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Now, have you ever thought about how much you need other people to speak into your life? Do you see your need for your fellow brothers and sisters in your local church? Are you even plugged into a local church? The problems with living on an island of Lone Ranger Christianity have been well documented. While those problems are very real, so is the problem that is not often talked about. Namely, walking in the door of your local church every Sunday and not allowing anyone to get to know you. There are dozens of these people in your church. Sure, they say hi to everyone. There is nothing wrong with talking to those who sit around you every week after week. The problem becomes when you never engage others at a deeper level than just hi and exchange nice pleasantries and live your life outside of community with other Christians. Now, Hear me out here before you just stop this podcast and tune out its message. You and I need one another more than we ever dare admit. We need to hold each other accountable because of the reality of indwelling sin in our lives. I've seen many people come and go from the church in the time I've been a Christian since I was a child. Most of these people have left because they never felt cared about. There's even some men that I've known who... They desire people to reach out to them, but he never comes to any event or anything like that. And this man has been told to engage other people. He was told to reach out to people and they will reach back to him. You might be thinking that others need to reach out to him as well. And you'd be right. And uh, at this previous church I was at, we did that. But in fact, one of the things that we need to do is to greet everyone who walks through our doors in the church. They need to be greeted at the door when they walk into the sanctuary. And after the first song, we should shake hands and greet one another in our local churches. You see, people want a church where they can feel loved and valued as people. And yet the thing is, is if you never reach out and then say nobody reaches out to you, I think you honestly need to take a hard look at this area of your life prayerfully, please. As Hebrews 13, 13 says, the deceitfulness of sin is very real. Your marriage might be on the rocks right now, or you might be experiencing a great difficulty at work. Life comes at all of us a million miles an hour, 
You and I, we have need of each other. Oftentimes life seems to crush us, and since sometimes we purposely shift the blame to other people and how they're not reaching out to us, many people walk away from the church when they should be running to the church and to the Lord of the church Jesus Christ. The fault lies both ways. The church needs to reach out to people who come to their services. And yet, people need to take responsibility for their own lack of reaching out to the church. The church is a hospital for sinners where you are welcome to come as you are, but you are not to be left as you are. We all have sin in our lives. This is why we need one another. I need you to help me grow in grace. I need you to watch out for areas of sin in my own life. You need me to warn you of areas of danger in your life. This is what Hebrews 13.13 is teaching us. See, godly encouragement is a means by which the Holy Spirit stirs up his people's affections, spurs them forward, and enables them to love one another. We desperately need one another. Godly encouragement helps to address anxiety in our lives. After all, Jesus says his burden is light, and he invites us to come and unload our burdens to him. That's what Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 says. Lamentations three twenty-three says that the mercies of God are new every morning. Maybe you find yourself in need of encouragement. I pray you'll find encouragement from this podcast. And consider finding and joining a Bible-believing and teaching local church where you can be taught from the Word of God and find godly friends to encourage you in your walk with God. You see, the Lord knows every hair on your head. He knows the length of your days and all the events of your lives. Philippians 4, 4 4-9 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. What's amazing about this text is what happens before it. At the beginning of Philippians 4, what what Paul says is to rejoice. He says it twice in the ESV, rejoice. And then what happens if you go down to verse 13? My God will supply all of your needs according to the what? The riches of his grace. So the command there is to rejoice. And then at the end, what Paul is talking about is is the sufficiency of Christ. That Christ is sufficient for all of our stuff of our lives. And sandwiched between verses uh, 1 and 13 are verses 2 and 12. 2 through 12, excuse me. And there what Paul is talking about, he gives us that famous verse in verse 6. He says, Do not be anxious about anything, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Make your requests known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And what's amazing is that also what is often missed is this is where Paul tells us about contentment. So here you have, at verse 1, you have a command to rejoice in God. And then you have, in verse 13, what you have is the sufficiency of Christ. And sandwiched between that in verses 2 through 12 are Paul's teaching about contentment. So that what I'm getting at here is Paul gives the solution at the beginning to anxiety and finding contentment is to rejoice in the Lord and in the sufficiency of Christ. Or, excuse me, to rejoice in the Lord because of the sufficiency of Christ. Now, we don't have time to flesh all that out, 
But the point is this. In order to be an encouragement to others, you first have to rejoice in the Lord. You need to find that he is worthy of all of your life because he is. He is your creator and he owns you. If you're a Christian, he is your Lord. You are doubly owned by the Lord God and you are called to rejoice in him. How often do we not rejoice? How often do we wallow in our circumstances and our challenges and our things? But God says through the apostle Paul to rejoice in the Lord. And then he says in verse 13, my God will supply all of your needs according to the riches of your glory after talking about contentment and knowing the peace of God, which passes all understanding. Knowing that God sees all and knows all, there's there's nothing that is beyond his gaze. If we're thinking us, verse 8 says, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, are, we will be rejoicing in God. We will have the right mindsets. We will be thinking God's thoughts after him. We will be in the word of God. We'll be praying. We'll be doing life with other people. You see, this is important because if we're not lifting our eyes up to Christ and we're just wallowing in our struggles, you know, we are really crippling our faith. We are allowing Satan a foothold into our lives. What Paul says is to lift your eyes to rejoice because of the sufficiency of Christ. You may not think that you have much to offer other people, but that's not true. All around you are people who need you. And you may not have thought about any of what I've just said before, and that's okay. You can go look at it. You can study it. But the fact is, is the fact that you're a Christian means that God desires to use you to be an encouragement to all those around you. That hurting friend needs a shoulder to cry on. That friend in the hospital needs you to be a presence for them and to pray for them as they go through the surgery or to that doctor visit. The guy struggling with pornography needs other men to step up and to walk alongside of him as he sees Christ in purity. Maybe today finds you discouraged and depressed. Hear the words of Proverbs 12:25 again. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down but a good word makes him glad. Christ is the wisdom of God. In his wisdom, God the Father sent forth the Son to bleed, to die, to rise, and now serve our high priest, our intercessor, our mediator, and our advocate before the Father. See, the reason you and I can help those who struggle with issues like anxiety, with discouragement or depression, is because of Christ alone. See, Christ is not only our example, he's our Lord. He was tempted in every way, Hebrews 4, 14 through 16 says, and yet, unlike us, he never sinned. And reflecting on the sinlessness of Jesus, along with his full divinity and his full humanity and his finished and sufficient work in his death, burial, and resurrection will result in our affections being stirred afresh. Our affections will be stirred by his finished work since the Holy Spirit dwells with his people. You see, the result of this is that God's people will desire to speak the truth in love and they will help those who are weighed down by anxiety to speak a good word, which results in men and women being made glad. So let's you and I today resolve to speak the truth in love season with grace to those who are around us you may need that today certainly those around you need it i know i need it more than i care to admit this is the ministry that we as christians have been called to by god's word the ministry of godly encouragement of lifting one another up because of our all-sufficient savior and lord who is even now being lifted up among the nations by his people through his church and for his glory i want to thank you for listening to this episode of the ask us anything podcast if you enjoyed this episode please consider uh finding us on any of, of your favorite podcast catchers. We're, we're on them. If, if we're not, let me know. Uh, Dave at Servants of Grace. And you can also reach me there at my email. If you have a question that you would like answered on this podcast, please feel free to reach out. Dave at Servants of Grace.org. On, on our website, Servants of Grace.org, you can find 
uh, five years of great issues of Theology for Life magazine, our online magazine. Uh, we've covered a wide variety of issues. Additionally, we have daily Bible articles and other articles that will interest you on the Christian life, uh, the ministry of the church, and uh, ministry in general. Uh, we also do book reviews. Um, we have a podcast equipping you in grace and, and weekly sermons that we post. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Ask Us Anything podcast. And my prayer is that the Lord may richly bless you and keep you until the next time.